Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Shay. Ashwini? Yes. Oh, good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just I, kept getting bumped off. I, my okay. apologies. So our assignment today is our, um, to continue to be aware of the still small voice, but with an additional focus of being attentive, attentive to it. Without going to conditioned mind to the preserving tablets of knowledge, practice getting to know this friend within. We're not attempting to label the voice, categorize it, define it, analyze it, make it an object, a thing that I am apart from. Rather, we're using intuition to sense its quality, become familiar with its tone, notice its cadences, touch its depths, be alert to its presence, interested in what it has to say, receptive to its guidance. We're plunging further within in the practice of increasing intimacy with our very being. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Rebecca from the monastery. Hey, Rebecca. What Hello? are you seeing? Oh, hey, Can hey, you? hey. Yeah, what are you seeing? Okay. Sorry. Um, uh, I am seeing a quality about the uh, still small voice that I wanted to um, explore a little bit. And it's, a, it's around um, that the, the, the still small voice is never hypothetical or in any way remote. It's sort of what was pointed to yesterday, that it's always about the moment at hand. And here, but here, here's an example that is just I find so fascinating, and it happens all the time. So let's say I'm sitting in my office, and I'll look at, I'll, I'll kind of ask, is there something outdoors that I could be doing, a task outdoors that needs to be done? And I'll look, and I'll kind of listen for the still small voice, and there'll be nothing there, nothing dropping in, nothing, nothing. And then I'll step outside, and... There will and start kind of walking, um, you know, walking toward the main building or whatever, and things will drop in. It's not that I see the things that need to be done. It's not that at all. It's that it then is when it starts dropping in, and I just find that fascinating. Like that, that it sort of somehow requires me to be more available than the first way, you know, just the sort of the, hmm, I wonder if, you know, but actually putting myself in the place seems to matter. Well, I would strongly encourage you not to go in that direction. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason. Because it, 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 the, the danger of conditioned mind taking that and making it into a a doing, a thing, is uh, enormous. Uh-huh. Making so, it into, well, if this, then that. Like, these are the conditions right. that I can hear that's the right. still small voice. Uh-huh. That's right. So, it, it, so it, first of all, it would be interesting to know uh, what, what was the first prompt. Okay? So, you're there, and, and what you... Uh, it sounds like from what you're describing, what you hear inside your head is, I wonder if there's something I could be doing outside. Yeah. Now, is that, that's that place where we really want to be still with, 
because as we know, ego easily masquerades as guidance. People can't tell the difference between when conditioned mind just brings something up and it drops in. Yeah, yeah. Right? For, for a long time, those seem like exactly the same thing. And it's yeah. only when we begin to get a sense of the, the quality of what conditioning is doing that we can sense the difference, okay? That, that, that the still small voice tends to be a, an out-of-the-blue experience. It's not anything I was thinking about before. I'm not, I'm not asking the still small voice to inform me. Because I, in doing that, I've already moved out of the realm, right? I have become someone who is going to be in relationship with the still small voice. And it's only when there isn't anyone, it can be a, just a split second, but there isn't anyone in relationship with that the clarity is there that the message is, is available to us. Mm-hmm. Where yesterday we were talking about uh, silence is the language of the unconditional. And so we talk about the space between the thoughts and the gap and that sort of thing, pointing at there's nobody there. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. nothing there that we're used to relating to. Right? Yeah. And so, yeah. And so that's the, that's the place to be careful. And when when we get talked into making meaning out of something, uh, then once again, we're really in danger because now I'm a me who's going to figure this out, who's going to be there to see is it this, is it that, is it something else, rather than it's the, it's the dropping the me that positions us for uh, receptivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I'm seeing as you're as you're ish, kind of you know talking about that and really issuing that caution is that is that um, if ego is hearing the assignment to get really interested in the tone and tenor of the bubble, you know all of that, then that is the me that is then takes on the assignment and yes. goes for it and makes yep. these conclusions and all of that. Yep. Yeah, which is why we're always encouraged not to do anything with anything. Right. <laughs> all we're doing is noticing. All we're doing is paying attention. And, and that's, that's the, the, the uh, activity, in quotes, that can, again, most uh, readily position us for receptivity. Yeah, yeah, that noticing, you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad I got that. Uh, yeah, because, boy, I, I was having a, I literally was having a ball with that one, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we can, I mean, there's so much of that sort of thing that, that, uh, that we're conditioned to, you know? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to do God's will, I want to know what God's will is and be in charge of the doing. Uh huh. Of course, it never gets framed that obvious, right? Cause, you know, because it gets cloaked in all kinds of the other uh, right. 
boy, it's so sneaky. Because because the fastest, easiest way to do, in quotes, God's will is simply to be present, Mm -hmm. accepting of everything that is as is. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So happy. So happy. Thanks, Rebecca. You know, Sherry, there's a um, so much comes up for me around that uh, particular conversation, and there's a, a way in which, if nothing is dropping in, uh, there's a way in which the still small voice has spoken. Yes. <laughs> yes. What, what's and dropping? it is going to condition <laughs> mind to ask the question. That, <laughs> that that that's one of those qualities that we do want to pay close attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, because, you know, there's nothing going on. Well, maybe that's the peace that we've been yes. looking for. Maybe that's yeah. the ease and the relaxation and the well-being that we've been promised by ego as soon as we blah, 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 blah. Yes. And so then, uh, you know, the moment passes and we are on to something else, and now the, the voice drops something in because there is something to drop in, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just love it. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going on a tangent that the best way to know God's will is to accept how it is, not to become yeah. someone who knows God's will and then wants to execute it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, 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 once we get it that there isn't anything that isn't God's will, it makes yeah. our doing so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Carol. I'm currently in the Pacific Northwest. And, hey, um, Carol. Lu- lucky. <laughs> yes, I'm up here. I'm researching future housing and going to meet some people in Seattle. But in between, I've had this a couple now, a couple days of just being with uh, beautiful beaches and lighthouses. And um, it's so interesting because I, I, I get into busy buying so, so easily. And I, it seems so hard to be here and to be present and to listen to the still small voice. But I've had this intention to, um, oh, yeah, come back to the breath. You know, there isn't too much agenda. Of course, I can add an agenda to anything. So, yeah, that's what, okay, I'll stop. That's what I'm doing. I'm practicing being here. And I don't want to miss these beautiful sights and sceneries, these gorgeous beaches, these pine trees, the water. Mm-hmm. So there's an awareness that, uh, so there's a couple of things going on, right? Cal, there's that you're there in order to uh, assess where you want to live next, right? So there's a lot of going around. And, and so it's possible for the mind to be agenda-oriented, right? I have to see this and I have to see this and here's what I am here for. And yet you're also conscious of all of the beauty and the, uh, that's around you. And sort of the intention is to be with the breath it, and and there's, possi- there's a possibility that we've been exploring in so many ways to be present in activity rather than be in the mind being busy, right? We can be active physically 
and present, which is so different than mental activity in which we're absent. And you're attempting to make sure that the intention is to stay with the breath, consciousness in activity rather than moving to the mind being active in that, in that busyness, right, in the physical yeah. busyness. Yeah. Yes, yes. I do um, get talked into um, being in conversations even when I'm in nature, you know. And um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so yesterday I had a long drive up, up the coast and um, uh, that was just, I don't know how to explain it, but I just wanted to be in these moments. It feels like what conditioning does is it closes the curtains and time passes and time passes and suddenly it opens the curtains and goes, ha it's way later, you know, and you missed this and that. Exactly. And I, you know? Uh-huh. Yo, do I know? Yes. So here we are. <laughs> it, it, the veil draws, I mean, and this is why we, uh, we practice Right, Calvin, we practice in meditation for 30 minutes. I, I, I wander away and I come back. I wander away and I come back. And I come back in compassion. Because that's what the mind does. It, 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 it's, it's restlessness. I, somewhere I was looking at this. The mind is restlessness in itself. You're never going to quieten the mind. So if attention is on the restless mind, we're not here. And then it's one of the thoughts that suddenly comes up is, you're a bad person, uh, Carol, because you've just missed all this beauty that you could have been present to uh, for hours and hours and hours. But if we're paying attention, then the still small voice happened before the voice came in and said, you're not aware and you're a bad person. Yeah, Which is bad why person. we practice that movement of the moment of awareness is a moment of gratitude, not a moment of feeling bad. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, and it isn't just moments it's decades you know like and then suddenly I'm like wait who are all these old people that are up here and I'm like oh my god I'm their same age you know and and the curtains open and it's like oh so um but anyway I was driving and so it's it's all like I'm, I'm working to hear the still small voice I mean not working but intending you know and and um come on come on just back here and and I, I was aware. And then I looked at the side of the road. There's a big deer wanting to jump out in front of the car. And I'm like honking. And I wouldn't have been there for that moment. It would have been a bad moment for the deer and for me. Uh, but he waited and then came after me across the road after. And, and that and just, um, I don't know, certain things that I would have never even seen that are right here, right now. Um, in every moment, even if you're not in the beauty of nature, you know. Um, but but now, more than ever, I'd want to take this in. And um, mm-hmm. today, yeah, just, just all of it. So I'm, yes. I'm probably... Yes. Well, there are a couple of things with that experience. Uh, Carol, one is we think that uh, we're gone more than we're here sometimes, and maybe that is true. But the, the, that is not relevant because only the mind would say, you haven't been here and you're, this is your age and, oh, my God, you're going to lose your chance of being here. Because the moment we're here, that's the only moment that counts. We don't have to go mm-hmm. up to conditioned mind to assess how, how many moments we've been here. Right? That's one piece of yeah. it. And so, so you restate your so it's coming back to one. I mean, that's why we've been pra- practicing counting the breath 
One is the most glorious place to live. So I came back here to one, and that's all that counts. That's all that's relevant, and I don't have to give any attention to that conversation of, about all of the moments I wasn't here because when I'm attending to that conversation, I'm training not to be here again. So I just have to drop it and come back to one. Yeah, that's right. That, that's what I think I've been hearing you're saying. Like when I get the beat up, that brings ego right back into the center and in charge. But when I could just go, oh, okay, oh, I'm, oh good, I'm here. Oh, oh, good, I'm back. This is wonderful. And just be with yes. that, and that's, that's everything. Yes. And we don't want to lose sight of the fact that life is also looking for you, right? The still small voice that you are attempting to heed is also, ta- also talking to you. In the, in the case of the deer, it was talking to you. There, there was a, there was a, it's like we were talking to Laurie yesterday, right? There are so many things in life that save us. Yes. Yeah. 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 Never yeah. forget that. Otherwise, no, it's kind okay. of lonely, right? If we're the only one seeking, as opposed to being sought as well. Oh, it's so awesome! Thank you for that. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Daryl. Have a and great. Good luck with the Thank finish. you. Jerry, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? <clears throat> this is Maggie in Victoria. Hey, Maggie. Good to see you. Hi. Well, I just, I just jumped on. I just um, that last conversation, uh, well, several conversations, but just really made me want to share this. So I'm not sure what I'm sharing, but it's around experience I had that that um, I was washing a cast iron frying pan last night and uh, I, I or awareness noticed is what I will say that uh, I was often a fantasy about how wonderful how well I was taking care of this cast iron <laughs> frying pan and Imagining this neighbor who's a chef uh, um, saying how amazing I was for taking care of this. It was a whole long thing. And it was all about I wanted this this approval, right? And um, I think connected to having watching the the Olympics and a lot of, you know, clapping for people, I think, was in in there. Anyway, but then... um, what dropped in was this, this, this still small voice. I'm, I saying, I see you. Uh, I see how how lovingly you're taking care of this frying pan. It was very soft and very low key. And um, and then and then a sort of following feeling of compassion um, for this human who's who's wanting this approval in this moment. And it is, okay, yeah, and, and that was the, the place of, and then I could see some conditioning coming in wanting to grasp, you know, um, oh, uh, you better somehow, uh, yeah, grasp this or, or uh, make this into hang some practice. Yeah, hang on to this now. Don't, hang, don't, 
don't don't leave this. Now let's talk about it. Let let you yeah. and me talk about it, and yeah. uh, and point out how you're usually not there, and yeah. uh, you, there are so many things you actually don't take really good care of, and it's really no wonder that you don't get that much approval because you've actually never done anything that anybody would clap it for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just just hovering there. But it's interesting because there's a kind of residue of that compassion. You know, I still am in touch with that. That's that's right, right there. And uh, and uh, and seeing the at the same the sadness or. Um, uh, you know, kind of loneliness of that human who is so in need of approval <laughs> or so longing for approval. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you do realize, right, that she wants it from you. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the place, yeah, that's, that's there and, and awareness of and feels like in this practice that we're doing, it kind of, um, that's I don't want to say strengthening or or dropping in more or becoming more yeah more real. yeah yes. more real yes. yeah yeah and uh, of course of course we are so conditioned that that uh, you know you're doing the cast iron pan and <laughs> you're saying great job Maggie you take such good care of this I, it it loves you as much as you love it. You know, and, and, you know, ego's over there rolling its imaginary eyes, and, of course, he looks, God, you're so egocentric. You just, you know, you need praise for every little thing you do. Yeah, and if we spend any time around little kids, we realize that is actually, that, that is our nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. We, we yeah. want that unconditional love all the time. We want to live in it. We want to receive it. We want to give it. And and when we move into that place, it, it, what what we find is we notice things that other people do, and we want to give them the same experience that we're having, and we want them to have that same experience with themselves. We want them to appreciate themselves and see how wonderful they are and what a great job they're doing. Not because you know they they know how to do double flips off of a uh huh um, it, but simply for being a really good person living life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Yes. No, that's and my, that's, my, yeah. my, go ahead. No, no, just that just touches in with so much there, Sherry, just around um, what is lost in in con- with conditioning as a child in that exactly that, oh. that 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 feeling of like look at me but with 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 not with that ego place but just delight in what just I'm doing delight. yeah that's right yeah yeah and yeah. just as much delight in what somebody else is doing until yeah. we take it away and make it yeah. competition and only one wins and yeah, yeah. so that you know that. That's my hope. I hope you start out the day with conversations with her about, um, you know, it could be all of the wonderful things that she participated in yesterday or uh, even what she's looking forward to and excited about with today and uh, what she's grateful for and all that. And then stop and have a few of those conversations during the day and end the day back so that she never loses sight 
of how much she is loved and appreciated. I just, as you say that, Terry, I just realized last night when I was going to sleep, dropped in a, a practice of going through the day in the mind of just all that was done in the day. You know, it's an, it's an old one that <laughs> of just kind of just reflecting, not in a not in a big way. And I haven't thought of that for a long time. And it was very much, oh my goodness, look at all the things that this human did, uh, you know, or or did in the sense of like what the day was involved. It was so full of things. Uh, and yeah. 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 yeah, 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 and to say yeah. thank you and be grateful yeah. and appreciate and notice and that, yeah. that's what makes a full and happy life. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, thank yeah. you for calling in and talking with us about this today. Well, thank that you. Voice, thank you. That voice could have certainly talked you out of it if you hadn't been <laughs> uh, more focused than it is. It's very true. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Sherry. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Go happy. Go happy. And we have time for one more caller, Sherry. So next caller, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Ashwini. This is Bev calling from Kentucky. Hey, Bev. Um, I, I have really, in, um, the guidance that we've been given to just watch has, it's been a great challenge because, you know, the voices want to constantly tell me I should be doing something. But as I've watched that, I'm, I'm seeing how much conditioning, and I've known this, I know this, just wants me to, well, just for instance, I have a neighbor who has had surgery, so I told her, do you need any help? And so, and I mean it, you know, I want to help her if I can. Well, she'll call me and I'll see her name and I, it's like, uh, you know, she's interrupting me. When I've told her, you know, I, I, I see that. I see how conditioning has me volunteer to help out of, you know, just because I really want to help her at this tough time. But then it wants to come in and tell me, oh, this is a bother. You know, you're in this or, you know, it, and, and I, I see that everywhere, you know, how, I have a good intention that life drops in and then conditioning wants to take it and make me feel like it's a burden or a bother. Mm-hmm. And I really have seen that. So um, I, it's good to so see that. So, yeah, so you're seeing the setup that, uh, that, that, that an, impulse, an impulse gets translated into something that is an interruption or a bother and that's the conditioning that happens. So it's it's really this is such an I mean we have a couple of minutes here, Beth. So maybe you could call back in and we can op- explore this further on open air or something like that. But the to notice um, to notice if that is firstly to notice if that impulse to help is also part of the ego process or part of the life process, and there's a way in which that conversation that. Uh, uh, we were having with Maggie, when, when we're fulfilled, we're, we're less likely to feel like we don't have a place to give from. That's when ego can take advantage of us, right? The vulnerability right. is when I'm identified with deprivation, it's really hard to give. So that's another piece to explore. Yeah. And the, the, the third piece is that place of if it's what we were talking to Rebecca about. What is, what is arising is the, is the impulse to help 
always in the moment. And it usually is, but we could also have some intelligence that is operating that says perhaps this is not the moment. But we should really be present to know all of those ways in which the little voice talks to us and the ways in which conditioning grabs that. So just because you offer to help in one moment doesn't mean that the offer to help is valid in this moment. Right. And well, what I'm seeing is just as I watch and we're guided not to do anything, it's just watching all that. I'm, I'm, I'm better able to just watch and kind of, you know, just be with it. And that's, that's what we're, you're wanting us to practice. And I'm, I'm really finding the urge not to do anything, to just watch and, like you said, just observe it and figure out where is that – well, not figure out, but just know that yes. life will present me what I need to do now and will give me the yes. resources to do it if I'm supposed to do it now. That's exactly right. That paying attention is important because we really want to discern where the, where the impulse is coming from, right? What is dropping in, what we're being guided towards, what we're being guided to see, what we're guided to drop, um, how, how, we're, uh, how we're controlled. All of it is something that can be revealed by the process that we're attending right. to. So I guess my point is I appreciate the guidance to just watch because conditioning is doing everything in the world to get me to try to do something or to think about it. And I just keep coming back to, like you said, one. And it's been very different, but I can see the wisdom in, in this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the wisdom in the process to be here, be still, rather than given to the right. house to do. Right, so just... Again, just a so appreciative to hear other people's experiences and know that, you know, this is the human condition. It's not just me. So just gosh and and thank you so much for this opportunity. Thanks, Bev. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. <laughs> and Jerry, that brings us to the end of the show. I, I just love that. This, it, what all we're talking about is the human condition, yeah. right? That's that's what that's what we're learning to uh, find our way through. Yeah. All right. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, to, one more day tomorrow, and I bet. Yeah, we probably get a new assignment tomorrow, and there's an email class coming up, and oh, we are rich. Rich with practice. Rich with practice. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.